on this. We're good. We're good. Oh, hey, girlfriends. Welcome to Shameless Ambition, the podcast. You're listening to podcast number eight. And today we are going to talk about all things about authenticity and expectations and how uh, they work together. So I'm Justine Eno. And I'm Lindsay Dalen. And yeah, we're ready to just like dive into the conversation today. So happy Friday. Happy Friday, girlfriend. Heck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, this conversation is coming super organically, I think, for us just um, as we've like experienced the last couple of years together and got to experience lots of meeting of people and events. And um, we've talked a lot about expectations. So I kind of want to start it off um, in asking you, because I know I've talked about expectations past in a few podcasts just briefly, Um, but how do you feel about expectations in general? Do you tend to have them? Do you tend to swing high with your expectations? Do you tend to swing low with your expectations? How do you feel about that? Um, I think with any new relationship, I have a level of expectations regarding, you know, respect, honesty, um, good vibes, just in the hopes of like building a relationship with that person. And my expectations are pretty high. And so for the kind of community that I want to surround myself with, I know that I have to look for those expectations and actively seek them out because lowering my expectations is going to lower the quality of my circle, right? And I want to surround myself with ambitious, inspired women who truly do support other women. And so it's just when somebody doesn't live up to those expectations, it's a red flag for me that they're just not the right person to to kind of bring into the fold, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it totally does. Um, I'm like, I'm similar with you with people, I think, and meeting people and like, obviously having your um, your core values in place of like what you would want in a friendship or a relationship of any sort. I do have a different view on um, expectations going to certain things though, like going to an event or anything really um, going to a new restaurant or whatever it may be. I kind of try to have no expectation because I find that if I do, it's kind of, I'm rather like let down or like super mind blown. So I just kind of like to let that experience speak for itself in those, in those senses. But um, I totally agree. In meeting people. <laughs> well, and I think that, you know, that's a great way to look at it is, you know, to have those expectations for others, because we are such a product of the energy that we surround ourselves with. But as far as new experiences and places and things that we've never done before, having those no expectations is a great way for us to just be present and enjoy the moment because we're not worried about, oh, are we feeling let down or, oh, are we feeling this? But yeah, I think with relationships, keep those expectations high. And when it comes to just living in the moment, having no expectations is the best way to enjoy every second of it. Yeah, I totally agree. And, um, but then, so obviously we, we kind of talked about what we wanted to talk about today. And I apologize, you probably hear Aria coughing in the background and a little <laughs> just like segue of like why we're doing this different podcast today, because we're both at home with the kids or we're not feeling well. So we're like, okay, we still have to do the podcast. So let's zoom it. Um, So you're meeting me in my space. And obviously you've seen us in Lindsay's space before. So, um, but yeah, I do apologize for Aria coughing in the background, but she is just a sick kiddo today. Um, But back to expectations. 
And so I think that social media obviously has like played such a big role in this because we get to be whoever we want to be on social media and no one sees kind of what happens behind that camera lens. Um, so it's really easy to get caught up in who um, someone is putting themselves out there to be essentially. Um, and so it, it happens a lot. Like we've, you know, we've experienced it of just meeting someone and it's not necessarily the person you thought you were going to meet. Like, it's just, even like they say, you don't ever really want to meet like your, your favorite celebrities. Cause you're usually let down <laughs> with who they are as a person because well, you have this like grand idea in your head of who they are. And then you meet them and you're like, Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, I, that feeling, right. Of just like being let down of who you, the idea of who you thought somebody right. was. And, um, yeah, it's, it happens quite a bit actually. For me, Isn't anyway, so disappointing though when you look up to somebody, you admire them online, you think you understand their values and and who they are, and then you meet them in person, and you're just like, whoa, you're the complete opposite of what I expected you would be. You yeah. know, you had those expectations, you were hoping to connect with that individual on that level, and then it's just not even remotely the experience. And I've I've had that experience a few different times with a few women that I've looked up to and admired. And then, you know, that energy when we connect is just not there. And yeah. maybe they're having a bad day, who knows, but it's just like one of those things that I think we should be conscious of and show up the same way offline as we do online. I would be so disappointed if somebody met me in person in real life and they were like, wow, Lindsay is nothing like you, who I thought she was. For sure. Yeah. We, I totally agree. Like, I mean, I'm pretty blunt and open about all the feelings. So, and I usually am in real life too. Like I'm an open book. If someone asks me something, I'll tell them. Um, but uh, I mean, I, we had this conversation actually, I think a while ago. Um, I think we were talking about Vanderpump or something, but we were <laughs> talking about how if um, we all had a camera following us around. Ooh, yes. Who would we be? Right, like all the Who time, like a, like a reality yeah. and like how how would we act differently and if we could ideally like act that way mm -hmm. all the time like a camera was following us that would be great but we're human we make mistakes right so um but yeah I I feel like where was I going with that yeah it just it would be hard to be in that center so social media obviously we get to pick and choose when we like and we're we're going to show our best moments, of course. And sometimes we might not show our rawest moments, but I think that it comes down to like who you are as a person, like what you convey. And as long as you're conveying that in your social media or your online presence and still doing that in person and not faltering in that, because I mean, that's kind of what we're getting at, right. Is like the disconnect of like, yeah, thinking somebody really stands for something or believes in something or is in that lane and then you meet them and you're like, oh no, that's okay. Like, so then you wonder if like, is it a facade or like, are like right? you said, are you having a bad day or just like, you yeah. know, and, and that's hard. And I think then it gives social media and, you know, those sorts of things a bad rap too, because people always are just like, oh, is that really who you are? Right. So people don't, People always doubt a little in a sense, but. Well, and I think that's where the conversation about authenticity comes into play in such a hardcore way in the sense of, you know, if you live your life just as authentically as possible, if you try strive to just be an authentic person day in and day out, no matter how you conduct yourself offline, online, 
then it becomes super easy to manage those expectations because you you are who you are. You walk the yeah. walk, you talk the talk, you, you're, you're a true representation of what people expect that you're going to be. And so I think that, you know, as women, if we just could lean into being authentic so much more and, and extending grace in the moment, when we feel like maybe that person isn't being the version of themselves that you thought they were going to be, then it'll just make it a much healthier conversation amongst each other. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, having different opinions too, like, or different things, different things about that is um, when you're being your authentic self, it's okay. And when you're talking with someone who's also in that authentic space, like you're able to, I find navigate those conversations and differences really easily. So even if you do maybe have, you know, uh, an expectation and they're let down a little bit, you can maybe walk through like why they are the way they are, if they're going to be authentic with you. Right. But as soon as like there's two faces and you're like who is version one and who is version two and you feel like you're meeting almost two different people it's such a big letdown and I think that's like that's so disappointing right it's like yeah I don't know it's sad and um obviously like they have things to work on themselves to find out which version of themselves they truly want to be but um yeah I uh I know you led into this a little bit and I want you to continue because you were on such a track with it, but of being authentic and who we are as people and um, yeah, like what we are, our goal behind it. Cause you said it earlier and I just kind of want you to elaborate on us as a group, you and I and shameless ambition. And if anyone ever were to run into us in public. Well, it would just like, it would literally break my heart if somebody met you and I out in public and they'd been listening to the podcast, following us online, and then they went back to their friends and they were like, yeah, Lindsay and Justine suck. Those girls are bitches, you know, like that. I would just never let that happen because it's not those kind of women, you know, anybody can sit with us. Everybody is welcome at our table. Um, I talk a lot about how I love celebrating other women's wins. And because of that, I've been approached by so many women around town that are just excited to share with me like, hey, Lindsay, I just closed a big deal. Or hey, Lindsay, I just got a new job. Or hey, Lindsay. And in that moment, my instinct is to scoop them up in a big hug or a high five and celebrate their win with them. But yet recently I was, you know, in a situation to share a big win that I had just had. And the resounding response was crickets. It was so disappointing. It was so disappointing, right? You were there and it was just like, yeah. huh? Well, so I actually was away from the, the conversation at the moment, but I, you told me when you told me, I was like jumping out of my chair. I was like, so stoked for you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's absolutely amazing. And, um, but yeah, to hear crickets, no, like, I'm just like, what? Like you, you have to be able to celebrate other people's successes. Like you, you have to. And if if you cannot be the person that's like going to give a high five and like a well done job, like, I don't even know. You don't deserve one when you get it essentially. Like you do. We have put it. Yeah, exactly. And it just, excuse me. Bless you. I think that uh, we are just like a walking Vix commercial. Yeah, <laughs> we're kind of disgusting this week, but that's okay. We're just still, oh, you know, we're still here, endlessly ambitious and doing the podcast. But yeah, we're still you here. know, 
in that moment when I shared that win, and it wasn't that I was hoping for this resounding, like, congratulations, celebration, round of applause, but just in that moment, just a little bit of support of like, cool, Lindsay, like, what's it all about? Like, tell us more, just a conversation. And it just wasn't there. And it was a moment that I processed pretty quickly. I was actually pretty proud of myself because I just like stepped into a different level of consciousness and was like, okay, I analyzed the situation. I analyzed why this wasn't happening the way that I was hoping for it to happen in that moment. And I adjusted my expectations. All of a sudden, the expectations for that circle came down in that moment. Yeah. And now they'll stay there. And so it's just, I used it as a moment of clarity and to really just kind of acknowledge that there's still so much work to be done amongst women as far as truly supporting each other, as far as really showing up as our authentic selves, and as far as how to raise the bar on those expectations so that we're showing up as the best versions of ourselves every single day. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I just like want to throw out there too, is like when you want to like share a win, it's super vulnerable for some reason, yeah. right? Like yeah. you're like, okay, okay. Like you're so proud of yourself, but for some reason it feels uh, maybe because you feel like a bit braggy, but you shouldn't because you should be so proud of your accomplishment mm -hmm. of being like, Hey guys, look like, look what I did. Like, it's so amazing. So it's not braggy at all, but for some reason, it just sounds so like it feels vulnerable to like share something like that with a group and then to be received like that is just the ultimate like, hmm. <laughs> you're not my tribe. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, it was pretty vulnerable, yeah. but uh, definitely a good moment in the sense of the clarity that I gained from it. Of course. I think, oh, yeah, I mean, totally agree. The grew in that moment of just being okay with not, you know, always being received that way. So, and I think like you were leading into like a really cool conversation about, um, just, oh, where were you going with it? I just lost my thoughts. <laughs> um, no, you were talking about how you lowered your expectation and, um, there was like that silver lining in the moment that you were able just to like really realize of being like, okay, like I am proud of this moment. This is a great moment to be proud of. And the people who see me, who know me, who believe in me um, are celebrating this win with me. And like, that's enough because authentically you and I support women Absolutely. like to our core. I and I can, I would have that. your, I have like your back. Like if anyone was like, oh, Lindsay doesn't, I'd be like, oh my gosh, let me like bring out this long ass sheet about like how I'll give you like examples, you know? Um, and so you were saying that's where my thought was, is that there's still so much work to do of women actually supporting women. So it's one thing to like, you know, get on here or get on a platform or to even just like preach, I support women. But then when your circle gets really small, you don't like you, then you don't support women. Like you have to like embody it. You have to believe it. And it has to be like, no doubt in every decision you make in your day, you support women, no matter what that looks like. Absolutely. Yeah. And not just for professional gain. You know what I mean? No. Like, truly supporting women just because you want to support and love women and make them feel safe and comfortable in your space and in your orbit. And, um, this past week while I was in LA, I had a cool opportunity that uh, 
landed me on a bus heading out to, um, oh, where did we end up? Somewhere in LA. I can't remember. It was the Volcom bus and we were just heading I've out. seen that on your story and I was like, hey, that is like the dopest bus I've ever seen. It was such a dope bus. But anyways, yeah. as I got on, my husband went one way on the bus and the rest of the crew that I'd been hanging out with, but I looked <laughs> to my left and I saw three young women, just like young skater girls that worked at Volcom. And I was just like, oh yes, girlfriends, I'm going to sit down with these girls. I'm going to get to know them and just talk to them. And I spent the next hour having the best conversation with these young girlfriends from LA just chatting with them for no other reason than to just get to know them and, and give them the opportunity to get to know me and to just create a new opening for a new connection. And one of our reps had asked my husband, like, oh, is Lindsay okay back there? And Mike was like, yeah, no, if Lindsay's back there, it's by design. Like she chose to sit there. But instead of sitting with the crew that I'd been sitting with all day, I chose to sit with these young ladies and just talk to them and, and essentially make them feel safe with me. And, and it was just such a cool experience that a lot of women, I think, would have looked at these young ladies and been intimidated because here's these, you know, three little rockets on the bus being awesome and partying. And here I was just excited to meet a new friend. All of us middle-aged women would have been sitting on our husband's lap being like, hey, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no, I think that's actually like um, something that's been uh, it's you have to do it to like really believe it of mm -hmm. like really putting yourself out there with women. I mean, sometimes it's thrown in your face and you're not received really well. But lots of times if you're just like, hey, I just like want to get to know you like, hi, who are you guys? Yeah. And there's like no weird, you know, no weird vibes from you like women. It's so great. And like you end yeah. up making friends. Like you guarantee you're friends with them, all three of them on social media now. And right? you know, like you did. So like you've gained three new connections, three new friends. And um, that's amazing. That is just from simply putting your authentic self out there. Okay. Um, another thought I had while I was down in LA, I was at Sir. Yeah, I was at Sir and having dinner with so my jealous. I'm so, so yeah, but so happy that you went, but like, um, you know, just living my best VPR life over here. You know, we haven't got to chat much since you, since you've been back. So side note, did you eat the goat cheese balls? Yes. I ate the goat cheese balls. Were they and, amazing? Um, yeah, they were pretty good, but I feel like expectations. <laughs> yeah. The expectations came down just a little bit now. That's okay though. You know? Um, but I was sitting across from the bathroom yeah. and mm -hmm there was all these girls lined up for the bathroom and I was overhearing the conversation and it was, you know, one thing after the other of like, Oh my God, I love your hair. And Oh, I love your purse. And Oh, you look so beautiful. Oh, I love that color on you. And I just said to Mike, I was like, I wish I could take the energy of drunk girls in the bathroom and bottle it and just like right. sell it as a perfume to everybody because it is, isn't yes. it just the best when you're girls in, in the bathroom, oh my gosh, you can't find like a stronger women tribe. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, like, you yeah, oh gosh, no, we got each other, like nobody's business in there. Yeah, totally. It's just yeah, always the best time. And yeah, it was such a cool night of just like women in general, because even as we were walking to the restaurant, this random beautiful woman on the street took one look at my dress and says, that's a gorgeous color on you. And I was like, Oh, thank you very much. Like, so I, yeah, I love stuff like that. It lends to say though, like 
if you encounter someone and I mean of course like a woman a woman saying it to a male may come across as like flirty or a male saying it to a female again may come across as flirty so you might want to watch your steps there I don't know but if you come across anybody really and you just like in, like something about them like I think you should share it like what you what's know? the worst they're gonna do like it's going to make their day nine yeah. times out of ten it's going to like lighten them up and you're thinking it anyway so just say it out loud exactly yeah 100 percent. those little yeah. random acts of kindness go such a long way in people's lives and you know maybe somebody hasn't told them that they looked pretty and green in a long time so yeah were yeah. you wearing green you look really pretty and green Thanks, babe. I was wearing green. So. Yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah, it's a green color on you. But it's it just... makes me look a little like sickly because I'm so olive in the skin color. That's okay. <laughs> You're, you look beautiful, babe. You look beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, okay. So let's continue on with our conversation. Well, I wanted to ask you about just your experiences with those expectations of your community of women. And, you know, I mentioned that like, I set the bar pretty high for who I'm going to let into my community. And obviously like you showed up in my life and not only did you meet, but you just friggin' smashed those expectations, girlfriend. And that's how I knew I had a true soulmate in you. So what do you look for in, you know, those authentic connections with other women? Yeah. So I'm like, again, I'm a little different than you um, in the way I approach new connections, I think. I go in with like a blazing, and I know you do this part as well, but I go in with a blazing open heart, like all good. Like here I am, see me for who I am and take it or leave it. And I'm good with either. Um, However, when I meet other people, and I think this is actually more in like within the past, oh, I don't know, like 10 years, seven years-ish in that range. But since I really dove into yoga, um, I just don't have expectations when I'm meeting people. I of course have um, expectations of how I am treated by my friends or my loved ones. And like, those are different. Those are more intimate connections. And I definitely do have expectations there, but that's not after until I feel like the relationship has been established. I always start off the relationship with all my trust and all, you know, if they have it all until they break it kind of thing. Um, but I let other people give me themselves and then I decide what my expectations are of them and how like our relationship will move forward essentially. And um, just boundaries with people. So we've talked about this before, but like a lot of people come across our path and they suck our energy mm-hmm. and they don't really give it back. And that's okay. Like, I'm not saying there's anything bad about that, but you just have to be really cautious. So that's like boundaries and all of those things. So I think boundaries come with expectations as well as like, as us, as people letting people in as well. Um, but yeah, I'm just pretty open. I like, (laughs) I used to, when I was younger, I remember I used to like draw, um, hearts for like my parents. And then I would like break it up into pieces and be like, mom gets this piece and dad gets this piece. And like my, (laughs) cause I thought like you only had so much love to give, which is ridiculous. But Um, now I'm just like, oh, there's more, oh, there's more, oh, there's more. And I just, I'm like, no, I don't ever want to stop that. So, um, even if someone doesn't meet my expectation, it doesn't mean that, um, they're bad or they're, you know, nothing. It's just, I will still give them the same grace and courtesy. I would anybody else, but I probably just wouldn't engage in a deeper relationship. Right. Yeah. I would just keep it, you know, like surface and casual and, um, friendly, of course, but 
I just probably, yeah, wouldn't go in depth with them and continue on into a deeper relationship if I didn't feel like they were meeting like my morals in a relationship, I guess. But yeah, does well, that answer the question? <laughs> yes, no, it, it just like, I just wanted you to kind of just open that conversation about like how you do give your energy to other people and how, mm-hmm. you know, whether you receive it back or not. And if you're not kind of receiving what you need from that relationship those boundaries are important it, it isn't the case that you have to just cut people out of your life but to set the boundary of like you know there is this is the amount of energy that I am willing to give to you specifically you know and then you might give a totally different amount of energy to somebody else and it's crazy how when you start paying attention to how your energy feels when you're with certain people just how amazing it is to understand that people either charge your battery or they drain it. And Mm -hmm. once you start recognizing who those people are, you just feel fuller and happier longer because you set the boundaries to ensure that those batteries aren't being consistently drained. Totally. Or if you're being around someone who is going to drain it, you're already like fully charged. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. So it's true. Yeah, we have to, we do, we have to take care of ourselves, especially like, I mean, women were so busy, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, so many women, we have children, we have careers, we have homes, we have maybe partnerships, we have just like friendships, we have so many things that we have to integrate or balance mm-hmm. um, in our lives. And so I think that really making sure that you're taking care of yourself and having the boundaries in the relationships that don't meet your expectations. I mean, boundaries in all relationships are great, but especially the ones that aren't really meeting that like expectation of, um, who you are and what you're wanting back from a person is, is yeah, it's super important because we have to take care of ourselves because if you're not, you're going to crash and then you're not even going to be able to be there for the people that are, you know, really need you. So yeah, that is super important. Well, and it's like, I, my family is only as healthy and happy as I am. And I know this from experience, (laughs) like as long as I'm healthy and I'm good, like everybody else around me is happy, healthy, living their best life. And so I do really put my own mental and emotional and spiritual and physical health at the pinnacle of my priorities because I just can't operate the way that I need to if I don't take care of myself first. And another thing I wanted to touch on was how expectations can change over the years as people change in the sense of like, maybe there's somebody who lowered the bar so badly in earlier years that like you just, that's what you think about them. But then you pass with them again down the road and it's just like, whoa, 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 you're a totally different person now. And you're like really cool. Yeah. I mean, we always have to like keep in mind and we've like definitely had this discussion in the past too, you and I on the podcast of like, oh, that's the wrong hair clip. Um, That uh, people grow, like we're always growing and we're always changing. So that means, I mean, obviously people change as well, like other people in our lives. So you know, other people you, like you said, we've wrote off may have like come back into our lives. Um, but it also means your expectations change, right? As you grow older, you have different expectations as what you need. So season, reason, lifetime, right? Like we've said before, and that's, we have to be okay with that. We really, I think we really have to be okay with letting friendships go sometimes if we have to, or relationships go, if they're just not working. Um, and it doesn't mean it's bad, right? Like you can like look back at a relationship and be like, it was great. The time we spent together was amazing. They were an important person in my life, 
but we just didn't fit anymore. And so they've moved on and so have I. And that works in relationships, friendships, business partnerships. Like, you know, it goes, it goes and goes. So we have to be okay with letting go and knowing that if it's really serving you best or the other person best, it's for the best. And maybe you'll come back later in life as friends or whatever that looks like. But yeah. You know what? That's honestly probably something that I struggle the most with. Like I'm a pretty confident woman. I'm great at making decisions. No is a power word for me. I love the word no. It's a complete sentence. However, um, letting go of and changing some of those relationships that maybe I need to is like, it, it is a struggle. And I really do feel like as I'm growing, there are some relationships that need to change in a certain way. And yet I just feel a grief attached to even just the thought of making those changes. So it's like, it's this weird kind of mind complex for me where it's like, I know what I need to do, but I, I, I don't even know how to process beginning to do it. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, so I'll, I'm going to throw her under the bus. I don't even know if she's listening to the podcast, but that's okay. She won't mind it. it this was a, actually a story bad on my part, not on her part. So it's okay. But, um, so this Aria would have been like maybe one or two. And, um, one of my girlfriends, she's a couple of years younger than I, and we were at just like a friend's house party and we, Tyler and I didn't have Aria for the night. And it was one of my first nights drinking after stopping breastfeeding. So I, I was pretty drunk pretty fast. Mm-hmm. And, um, Gabby had mentioned something to me about wanting to become a mom and me in my drunk state, like unloaded <laughs> freaking postpartum on her and like, was like, uh-huh. don't have a baby. It's going to wreck your life. You're not ready for it. And I just said all the wrong things. I meant I, I had the best intentions. I mm-hmm. like, I truly, truly did. Keep in mind, this woman is the godmother to Aria as well. So, <laughs> so, and it just, it came across, it came across so badly. And uh, we ended up getting into like a really, really bad fight that night. And we had to share a cab ride home, which was awful. So Tyler and I get out at our hotel and she, she said something pretty nasty to me, but I deserved it. And I won't say it, but it's okay. I deserved it. But I woke up to a text the next day and she said, I need space. Do not call me. Do not text me for a couple of months. I will reach out to you when I'm ready. And I said, okay. And that was like a strong, it broke my heart. Mm -hmm. Um, Such a strong boundary she put in place, but she needed that, right? She needed to work through that. And eventually we started talking again. And I asked her just kind of like, why did you need that? Just out of curiosity, not good or bad, just why? And she said, because I wanted our friendship to last forever. And I knew that I needed the space to heal, to be able to have our friendship last. And if I would have just like brushed it off and tried it, we would have never stayed friends. Right. So again, like sometimes having those hard conversations of like whether someone did something or not, but of just being like, look, our relationship isn't working right now, Mm -hmm. um, can be a lot healthier to maybe have that relationship in the future versus just kind of trying to ignore it and then letting the resentment build and then it just destroying or like not even resentment, but like assumptions, right. Mm -hmm. Of like, why aren't they talking to me? Why are they being different? And it just like, the story you tell yourself adds in and all these things it can just really just lead to more disaster maybe well and I think you you nailed it babe in the sense of like the fact that she just communicated to you that she needed space 
literally is one of the most emotionally intelligent things I think I've ever heard a woman do instead of saying, you know, like I hate you or ignoring you or making all these assumptions. She just very clearly set that boundary and said, I need space for a while. And I think that there's such a lesson to be learned there in the sense of like, if you do want to keep that relationship to just acknowledge it, not let it eat you up and just say, okay, we, we're just going to take some time for a little bit. We're both feeling flooded. We're both just needing some space and, and, and thought to heal. And yeah, wow. That's an incredible story. And I do know that you and Gabby are super tight to this day. So we definitely are. Yeah. We, I mean, like we picked up like nobody's business and she's a wonderful woman and she's a strong, badass, like woman that takes no shit. So she definitely put me in my place after that. But, um, yeah, like it's, I mean, it's okay, right? Like we go through life and, and people are a season, reason or lifetime. And sometimes someone can be multiple things, right? Like can be one thing in a few, in a decade and then the next day, decade, they're another kind of thing. Right. And um, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I think that us being authentic and what we need is like really like the, the constant of the conversation we've had today, even in the story that I just told um, with Gabby is like, she was authentic to what she needed. Mm -hmm. And when we're authentic and we can communicate that authenticity in whatever situation, I think that there's really no negative that can come from it. Obviously someone can disagree or not, um, you know, um, like what you have to say, but if you're being authentically yourself, like what else is, you you know what I mean? Like space, like, And I think that that transfers, you know, from in personal interactions over to professional interactions really beautifully in the sense of like, if you're so used to just being yourself and you're putting yourself in the right situations and you're talking to the right people, then I think that just goes to show that people like who you are authentically and naturally. And you just become that much more successful in a professional lane because you're not putting on a show. You're not showing up as somebody you're not. And people can rely on the fact that you're going to show up consistently the same way. You know, you and I go out to chamber mixers in town and all these events, and we are no different at those events than we are when we're chilling at each other's houses. We just show up the same way. And I I try to say less swear words. Yeah, that's true. Actually, we do. Try. Like, I mean, that's about it. Yeah, like even on the podcast, I try. I swear a lot more in person. Like, if you were to sit with me on the couch, I think that maybe be the one thing that you could be like, "Oh, Justine, you definitely have more of a potty mouth." But that's just I'm just doing that out of respect. Well, and- like really not trying to hide who I am at all. I just don't want to like be dropping f bombs on people who don't want to hear f bombs. So. No, and I think that that just kind of comes down to that little bit of style shifting that we all do in the sense of read the room, (laughs) read the room exactly, and and decide what version of yourself you want to put forward so that people either like you or they don't, which is fine, super cool either way. But like, I don't necessarily want to be known as somebody who swears like a sailor, right? I want to be perceived as an intelligent polite, but yet ambitious woman. It doesn't mean I don't swear. It's just not something that I want to be a defining characteristic of, you know, people's expectations of me. 100%. Yeah, no, I totally agree. But Tyler would be like, you swear a lot. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's fun fun. it feels good like oh yeah it's around the kitchen right so but anyway but and then so I was thinking when you were saying um about being authentic and all the things um is like it's okay if you're authentic is like I say weird because I had a conversation with the kids this weekend uh being like you guys or no was it me or my sister I don't even remember we were having like a group conversation with the kids this weekend about how it's like good to be weird like it's like if you're normal like ever like no no like don't be normal that's boring like be weird be exactly be, be out there be whatever it is you know and like don't be afraid to be your quirky odd self right because that's what people are going to connect to people are going to yeah and people are going to love those things so and we're all a little weird we're all a little crazy and we're all a little quirky right like yeah so I love weird people I love weird bring on all the weirdos like honestly all the like yeah exactly just like I want to you know just dive into your brain and just talk about weird stuff with you because like I just think that there's so much to learn from people who are so different and who just bring such different characteristics and qualities to the table. And so weird is awesome. Be weird. Yeah. Be your weird yeah. self, girlfriends. Yeah. I think that's like really important, right? Like yeah. where as women, <laughs> I'm like thinking about something. I'm like, see, it's not podcast appropriate. So anyway, I'll, I'll reframe it. But as women, we grow up like obviously with social media in this generation growing up now, but for you and I's generation, it would have been more like, you know, MTV and, magazines and those kind of things but we've seen like this idea of like how women necessarily should behave or look and it's always been like you know the Hollywood or whatever we've always had this like preset expectation of how um it's normal to act and how it's normal to be and while I think that obviously you said read the room and you should be polite and be like a normal normal but like polite you know what I mean person I don't think that you should ever like insult people or be rude or anything like that but you should just be yourself. Yeah. And if that's a little weird, then that's totally okay. And I don't think that there is like a weird or a normal or a whatever. I think it's just who you are. So um, I think it's so great to start. I've seen it more and more as I've gotten older, especially with the younger people, is they're really actually like expressing themselves. And obviously I'm not going to go too deep into the conversation because it gets mucky, but I do, I do really love to see people being more open to really just like be themselves. It's such a beautiful thing to see and like them not caring that everyone's staring at them. They're just like, cool, this is me. Do you? Totally. That was so, yeah. such an eye opener about being in LA last week is just the diversity of people. Like it was just, man, it was cool. I loved just looking at different people being their best selves and, and living their best lives and and not hurting anybody not hurting anybody, just doing themselves. And I think that like, as long as you're just kind to people and you're not hurting anybody, like whatever your weird is, is what the world needs. We need more of your weird. Well, I feel like if everybody wasn't so like scared to be themselves, Mm -hmm. then like it would be less awkward to be yourself. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like if everyone just was like, oh yeah, like, okay, I'm a little weird and just showed up the way they show up. Like they want to show up. If it means like they're walking into a restaurant and a good beats on and they just like start dancing to their table, like do it. Like it, yeah. it, it, I just, yeah, I do wish people were more just like, and I wish sometimes to me, like, I'm like, sometimes I walk to a table and I like the song, maybe I should just dance, but 
we should, we should definitely be more of just like, you think you want to do something, do it as long as it's legal and safe. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't hurt people. <laughs> legal safe. Those are like, maybe like, yeah, run it through those pillars. Is it legal? Is it safe? Does it hurt anybody? That's right. Yeah. That's my advice. <laughs> then make your decision on your level. Then go from there. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, you're recording, so I don't even know what time we're at. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. We're at two o'clock. And I think that we've kind of chatted through all of the key points that we wanted to talk through. I think this was an important conversation about just how important it is to us that, you know, our listeners' expectations for us will hold true when you meet us in person. You know, like I, I would hope that nobody ever worries that they're not going to be received well if they meet us in public like girlfriend we will swallow you up we will talk to you we will get to know you on such a personal level because that's who you and I are and that's just what fills our cup up so or if you're ever like you know sitting behind us in a booth at a restaurant or something this is what our conversation would sound like oh exactly it would sound no different like exactly. at all and okay, you know, not so. be sitting there gossiping or talking shit because we don't have time for that kind of stuff. We got bigger conversations to have and cooler things to talk about. And trust me, if you hear another woman's name come out of my mouth, it's because I'm celebrating her and her accomplishments. Well, in all honesty, can we not agree that, I mean, even just the women that are in my life and not yours and your life and not mine, but then the women we share in life together like there's nothing bad to talk about. No, there is. <laughs> like of course there's like they're going through stuff like in life and if it's like appropriate to share of like hey how is xyz doing? You're like okay, you know, they're doing okay, they're going through this, but they're doing great. But mm-hmm. that would be like the extent of it. Do you know what I mean? It's only out of concern of like how are they doing? Um but yeah, like everyone in our life like there's nothing to shit talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like there there is there is absolutely great nothing. It's like so yeah. Pardon? Yay us for building such great communities that like yeah. nothing to shit talk. So we just don't. So yeah, there is just like, oh no, we'd have to make some stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this conversation came up because we just have had some experiences lately that just were important to acknowledge and to just share with our listeners as far as having expectations of other people and you know what version of other people we're going to see depending on whether it's online or offline and and how you can kind of manage those expectations so that they're not hurtful or depressing or they don't bring you down and I think that that acknowledgement of managing those expectations is really kind of like the key takeaway here in the sense of like you and I had different conversations about expectations when we meet people and so it's like you got to find what feels right for you as a person, as far as what, what you're putting out there in that regard. Well, I think it has so much to do with like how we've been burned or let down in the back in the past. Right. So how we like receive in the future, it just, it leaves such a lasting imprint on us. So I think that's why we have different approaches. Um, and that, and that's totally okay. Right. Like you said, it's whatever works for you. And as long as it's working for you, then that's great. So exactly. Uh, do you have a quote ready for the end of today? Yeah, you do, girlfriend. All my yogis oh, are like, she's bringing out the quote book. Like, oh no, we don't do that. Yes, yes, yes. All right, bear with me a few seconds, friends. I had a few picked out and I just like didn't know how our conversation was going to go. So 
Um, I'm going to share this. I've read this a few times in my class. I'm going to tweak the words a little bit. Again, it's an anonymous artist. So if you do know the artist, please let me know because I would love to give them credit where credit is due. All right. You carry a whole world within you. A planet rests upon your shoulders. You may not see it, but we do. There is a universe within you that you carry wherever you go. Ecosystems of passion and romance, warring nations of worry and fear, a billion living ideas, stories, and experiences that make up a whole history named you. Wherever you go, Lindsay and I, we promise to be a light for you. Think of it like this. Whenever you come to us, we will do our best to be quiet and still and shine nothing but kindness and light upon you. Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah. Love her. Um, so again, I changed the words because I said Lindsay and I, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's so true. Like we are a safe space. We are here for whoever needs to be in person or whatever that looks like. And uh, we always will be. So girlfriend. I love doing life with you. Me too. Yeah. 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 I love life with you. <laughs> I love lamp. <laughs> I love and on that note, thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. Bye. <laughs>